Jesus, you have turned my life around. I'm a living testimony. I'm so blinded by your grace. You are the truth that lights my way. Everyone's asking how I'm smiling, waiting to make me smile. Lord, you've given me my freedom, so I will sing and testify. So in the name of Jesus, I am free. Oh, yeah. I am free. I just really can't explain it. So when they ask me how I made it, I'll just put it in Because I'm standing here today. I pray everybody is divine. Oh, so the name You're of Jesus. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is a wonderful something. I'm, I'm just saying thank you. I'm free. I'm what's good grand rising everybody it's just laid in my spirit to play a different song i'm going to change up the energy already here we go Shame, I beat game in a soft fake. South Central State of mind. 
month of influence and it has been absolutely incredible the levels of conversation um the awareness the amount of information that has just really made me think oh my gosh I didn't realize that things had so much influence on us and I think the more aware that you become of what's influencing you is the more powerful that you're able to be is the more purposeful that you're able to be and it just really has brought home the idea that awareness is key. Like you might hear that saying, but to actually fully understand that awareness is key, it allows you to recognize this thing called the gap. Now, you guys will probably hear me say so often that the magic happens in space it's very important to be able to create space, like space where you can be and not do, space where you can hear yourself, space where you can just figure out like what you need, figure out your next move, figure out like what you've been saying to you, what's inside of you. That's why I say the magic happens in space. But you know what has really came to me lately? That that space, the magic happening in space, that's where you connect. And connecting to your higher self, connecting to your greater self, connecting to all that is, connecting to the divine and the creator, that takes time. Especially if we haven't been working on that relationship, especially if we haven't created space in our life, creating space can take time. And... This is why it's landed on my spirit to do this room called Get in the Gap. Because it's not just about allowing you to create the space. Do you know sometimes you've got to get in the gap for other people? You've got to get in that space for them. You've got to be willing to pray for them. You've got to be willing to um find a mentor for them. You've got to be willing to seek counsel for them. You've got to be willing to talk encouragement, empowerment, educate them. That gap is so valid, especially when it comes to influence. Because in terms of influence, when people get into the space of thinking, they can overthink. And if they overthink and have past scenarios or trauma or painful things on replay, that space can be so dangerous. And that's why it's important to know who you have around you. It's important to check on your friends. It's important to check on your family members. 
because that space, instead of it becoming a space of clarity and confirmation, it can become a space of darkness. And that's why you get in the gap. When someone else is going through darkness, this is why awareness is key. Awareness, not just of self, but awareness of others and who you have around you, because that's where you get in the gap. Many of us can do this when it comes to our children and some of us not so well. We can notice a child is struggling. How do we notice they're doing things that are distracting them from doing what they're supposed to do? So you might notice your child is coming in and going to sleep a lot. You might notice that their grades are falling. You might notice that they seem less moody or more moody or having energy stuff. This is when as a parent, you get in the gap. You engage them in an activity. You engage them in something that fulfills them. You engage them in something that makes them see themselves in a different light. Because what's happening is they're going into the space, but they're going into the darkness of the space. So just to reset the room, I ain't wasting no time today. We're getting in the gap. And I'm breaking down that in the month of influence, what it really looks like to create magic in the space. On a good day, if you go into space, if you say, I'm going to set 10 minutes to sit with myself, you're able to feel, you're able to hear yourself, you're able to connect. And at first, those 10 minutes, you might think, what? Oh, my God, I think too much. Oh, my God, is that what's going on in my head? Oh, be quiet. But when you continue to practice it and you really allow yourself to just connect, you'll start to recognize what you're actually thinking. You'll start to recognize what you're feeling. And this is a beautiful place to be. But like with everything, there's a flip side. And when some people get into that space, it creates darkness. Because for the first time, they really start to hear things that maybe they haven't addressed. Maybe it's things that have been on replay. Maybe it's stuff that they're not actually strong enough to get through. And this is why you must be able to get in the gap for them. When we evolve, as much as it's a, a self journey, self is a consciousness. And the consciousness that self is, is connected to everything. And so I always love it when people go, oh, you know, I'm good, I'm just doing me, I'm living my best life, I'm praying, I'm meditating, I'm affirming, I'm getting better jobs, I'm so successful, but they are mad selfish. That's not your best life. You see, when you're living your best life, the blessing that you are will bless others. That's how you know it's coming from the right place. The blessing that you are will bless others it's not from a needy place it's not from a needy place it's coming from a place of you know what in being your best self your blessings are not just attached to you they're attached to other people and because you know what it's like to not feel so good you know what it's like in dark places you know what it's like to push and press through some things 
you are able and you must get in the gap for other people. It's essential. Because although this magic happens in the space, in the space is where the stories can get real loud. In the space is where the really playing old scenes and scenarios can turn up. So we've got to have awareness, not just for ourselves, but have awareness for the people that are around us so that we're able to get in the gap when necessary. And you don't even have to tell them that you're getting in the gap. You've just got to be willing to stand in the gap. You've got to be willing to speak positive words over their life. You've got to be willing to send them little messages that will lift them up. And the more that you do this, and it's not a forced thing, it's a thing, it's a knowingness. It comes from having awareness. And if you don't have this level of awareness with self, you most definitely won't have it when it comes to other people. And you might be blessed that someone goes through something and they reach out to you. And if they do, it is absolutely essential that you get in the gap. But please don't wait for people to reach out to you. Stand in the gap anyways. Think, what can you do to lift, uplift them? What can you do to give them words of encouragement? What can you do to feed them? And this isn't to run yourself empty. This isn't to deplete yourself. This isn't to go above and beyond so that you're empty. No, this should be a part of you giving from your overflow. This should be you being so connected, so in alignment that even if it's not you specifically that's getting in the gap, you know who can get in the gap for them or what can get in the gap for them. The reason why that space can be so dark sometimes is because one, we lack patience. We really lack patience. We don't know how to be so kind to ourselves. And also what we don't know, we don't know. And if we're not willing to access what we don't know, guess what, guys? Everything else is influencing us. And if everything else is influencing us, it's having an impact. Let me make it make sense. When I entered into a relationship in like 2015 or something, and then the guy moved in with me, one of the first mornings that we woke up in the same place, his mum had called. And when she called, she said, put the phone on speaker. Let me pray for you guys. And she said her morning prayer with us. And as she prayed, she said, Father, may I get in the gap and speak on their behalf? And I was like, the fuck? What's getting in the gap? What's she getting in the gap for? What's she trying to get up in my relationship for? <laughs> but she wasn't. Or maybe she was. Either way, what she was doing is standing in the gap to pray for us. And... At the time, I had been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying prior to getting into that relationship, praying when I got into the relationship. But the minute that he came and lived with me, I couldn't pray in front of him. Oh, no, that felt too naked. 
and I and at that time I felt like prayers were real personal so I was like yeah we need to pray together but maybe at the same time but maybe at the silence and then we'll say amen and we'll come out but it wasn't an out loud prayer that we were doing together and it was just so crazy that after a couple of days of me recognizing I am so uncomfortable praying with my partner at the same time like so he could actually hear what I was praying for I just felt too naked um she called and she said in the prayer let me get in the gap and it was in that moment that I was so grateful because I recognized that what I didn't have the power to do or he didn't necessarily have the power to do she got in the gap and stood there and prayed for us and that's so powerful. It doesn't have to be prayer. But it's, are you willing to get in the gap? Are you willing to ask for something to get in the gap? Sometimes there's a space between where you are now and where you want to be. There's a space there. Are you willing to ask, like, what needs to get in the gap to make that happen? Because I'm pretty sure you can you can look around and you can say, what's not making it happen? You might want a new car and it might be lack of finances that it can't happen. You might want a new house. Again, it might be lack of finances. So instead of observing what is in the gap that's allowing it to not happen, are you willing to say, yo, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some money to get in the gap. I'm gonna have to pray that it's possible that it can get in the gap. And at this point, it doesn't matter what you believe in. It's just, are you willing to stand in the gap for your belief? Are you willing to have faith that it's gonna come through? Are you willing to literally hold a belief that says, you know what, this is possible. And so what I'm gonna fill in the gap is belief. What I've really recognized under the month of influence is if we don't change the way we look at things, things really do not change. There is a gap between some of the conversations that you're having now and the conversations you would love to have. What needs to get in the gap? Maybe it's courage. There is a space between the lifestyle choices that you're making now and the lifestyle that you'll need to live in order to actually really and truly experience the life that you've dreamed of. What needs to get in the gap? Discipline. For some of you, there's a voice between the voice that you're speaking to yourself now and the voice that's going to call you higher. What needs to get in the gap? And are you willing to ask for something to get in the gap? Are you willing to stand in the gap? Not crumble in the gap, stand in the gap. Are you even willing to create the space? Because here's the thing, some of us don't create the space. So we go from thing to thing, relationship to relationship, looking for love, job to job, hoping we'll be fulfilled. Friendship group to friendship group, hoping we'll be accepted. 
because we're not willing to do the work that needs to take place in that gap. So under the month of influence, as we check out of this month, I want to ask you guys a question, a quality question, in fact. And when you ask a quality question and you practice patience, a quality answer will come. You know, when I was in school, guys, I was so dope at food tech. Like, it's the only exam that I got an A star in. I was dope. And I was dope because the teacher ran a quality check on me. She, she not only G-checked me. If you're in, if you're in Elevate, I'll be like, you need to G-check that. And it's amazing because that really what I'm saying is <laughs> you got to run that through God. You got to go back to that. You got to G-check that. And when I was in year 10, you know, back in the day, I know it's very different now, but when we were doing our GCSEs, we started them from year 10. And obviously in year 10, it was heavy coursework orientated and you're working towards sitting your exams in the end of year 11. And don't know if you guys remember, but when it came down to like the tech, so graphics, food, textiles, we had like these A3 files that you needed to create with like 20 sheets to support the work that you was doing. And you was meant to do them in year 10 and obviously finish them in year 11. Tanya being Tanya had calculated, well, <laughs> that's a whole year away. What the hell are we starting for now? I'm not doing that work. So I didn't do the coursework. And again, as you guys probably learned yesterday, I had a way about getting away with things if I wanted to. So I got away with not doing the work because I kind of was just quiet in the class and went unnoticed, worked perfectly, guys. You were loud and, and spoke up a lot. You got attention. You just slid in the back nice and quiet. Nobody noticed you in my mind. So then it came to a deadline day where we had to start handing the coursework in. And it was only like the first two sheets or something like that. And I'd managed to get away with not handing it in, obviously. And then she called my mama. Now, guys, when you're a teenager, do what you're doing, but just don't call my mama. Do not call my mom or dad because now I feel like I have a problem. Like, <laughs> because they're going to have a problem with me. So now we've got a problem. Anyways, they called my mom and they said, Tanya's not doing her work. And, you know, she's in top set and her attitude and whatever, whatever, whatever. So cool, I did the work because now she's called my mom and that means Tanya's not going out. So Tanya's grounded. Pauline's probably laughing because I fell asleep pretty much every day at my desk, every day. The same thing I'm doing right now and writing my book. When there's something I have to do that I don't want to do, the resistance is real. What I fill that gap with is sleep, is sleep. How much of you are filling up your lives with sleep? Because you just won't push to the next level. How much of you are filling up the gap from where you are now to where you want to be with television? How much of you are filling up that gap with scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or drawing out everybody else and G-checking everybody else's problems and talking about she could have or they would have or they could have or they should have? How much of you are filling up that gap with that energy? 
Can you G-check yourself? Because I know that man gets filled with sleep, bro. I might sit at the desk, but my head's going to hit the desk. And so I would write a line a day, probably, bang, my head hits the desk and I keep going. After a while, I started to be like, you know what? I'm actually not going to be outside until this is done. I'm not going to be ungrounded until this is done. I'm not going to get my freedom back until this is done. And it got real boring falling asleep. It got real boring fighting with myself because I needed to complete the work. So I just put my teeth in a bit. I just started to do a bit of research. I just started to pay attention. I actually started to gather information. And let me tell you, my coursework banged. As a matter of fact, it was the best in the class. I was the only one that got an A star. I'm saying that to say, it didn't go so smooth, guys. I put the work in. I'd done the sheets, the first two or three that needed to be handed in by the deadline. And I was so proud. And I was super smart. I was so smart that people were there drawing them out and doing them on, you know, the big A3 sheets. Guess what your girl done? Your girl went to her laptop, did it on her computer in A4 and blew it up. Because <laughs> I'm so smart. It was easier if I just did it smaller and blow it up. Boom, it fills the page. I will make work less for me, but I will do what I've got to do. Anyways, I was so proud. I finally take the work in and you never guess what happened. My big A3 folder fell down the side of the radiator. And it was this radiator that was almost like cemented to the wall. So I couldn't get my work back out. Thank God I was smart because could you guys imagine if I actually had handwritten that out and drawn all those pictures, your girl would have been pissed. But because I'd done it on my computer, I could reprint it. But anyways, the teacher never believed I did this work. She thought, okay, you're, you're, you're a good liar and what a lie to make. And I was like, no, seriously, I've done the work. It's fallen behind the radiator. She didn't believe me, of course. So when I finally then did reprint and bring in not just the two sheets, but the whole 20 sheets for the whole year, because when I said I was going to put the work in and I wasn't leaving until it was done, I did the whole year, all of them in advance without the evidence, because you had to put pictures on to support it without the evidence. And when I brought it in, she said, who did this? <laughs> who did you pay to do your work? And I was like, excuse you, sorry. So imagine my work fell in between the gap of the radiator, but it made me go harder. It made me start to believe in myself. And when I took it in and she didn't believe that I did that work, guess what? That made me believe in myself even more. That didn't discourage me. That made me go, yes, you killed it. Why didn't I give myself permission to do that before? Why did I have to get G-checked? Why did I have to get drawn out before I really put discipline in the gap? Before I really put some work ethic in the gap? Before I really put some belief in the gap? Why did I have to wait until I was drawn out? Many of you don't do better until you're drawn out. 
Why can't you draw yourself out? Why can't you get in the gap for you and say, you know what? We're not stopping until it's done. No more excuses, execution lane, period. What's it gonna take for you to stay in the gap? What's it gonna take for you to put discipline in the gap? It's about to be a year, a year, 12 months that some of the people that are in Elevate have been waking up at five o'clock in the morning for a year. People that wouldn't believe they would do it for a week. People that wouldn't believe they could do it for two days, a year. That's incredible. I've already gone past my year because I've been doing it before them. And the difference that it makes, bomb. I can't even, I can't even put it into words. But some of you won't even give yourself permission to get up, start getting up at six, start getting up 20 minutes earlier. I had the same conversation with my boys. I said, it's about to change for y'all. We're all getting up. We're all taking a 15 minute run around the block. Then we're all getting back in and listening to a positive audio. Then we're all getting back in and reading. Why am I not teaching them it now? Oh, because they're kids. And then they're gonna have to learn it as an adult anyways. No, what happens if if they've already put some work in before they go to work? How do they go to work? What's the spirit that they'll go to work in? What's the level of discipline that they'll learn? What's the level of self-motivation that they'll have? What are we waiting for to teach our children? Yo, it's our responsibility. When Claudine said yesterday, mind your business. How are you minding your business? How are you still investing in your children? And if you ain't got children, please understand that we're all a community. How are we investing in the community? What does it take for you to really get in the gap? And outdo yourself and turn down the noise on everything that's outsidely influencing you. What about inside? What's it gonna take? And this is where we're finishing on the land of influence, because believe me, it feels like a whole land. Are you able to G-check yourself so you can G-check others? Many of y'all watch the gap. In It's about to be a year, right? Like I said, that many people in Elevate have incorporated this level of discipline. Great thing is, some of them are running now. They might have crawled, they might have walked, but they're running. Others, hold yo, all the way off. Because Tanya isn't G-checking them anymore. Tanya isn't saying, if you're not in, you're out. But we're stepping into a new month. And if anybody knows anything about Tanya, you know there's feeling to be a plot twist. And the plot twist is going to be different. 
Because one thing I can't take is when a standard is set, meet the standard and kill it. And that's why I learned it. What I was doing to the teachers in school was disrespecting myself and disrespecting them, finding ways to slide in the back door, chill in the back of the classroom, go unnoticed. For what? I really didn't want to be seen. But at the same time, I didn't want to be great. No, let me just say that again, because that was good. That was good, good. Some of y'all don't want to be seen, but yo, you don't even want to be great. That's sad, bro. Greatness takes something. It takes having awareness about what needs to be in that gap. And it might be wisdom. It might be knowledge. It might be resources. It might be finances. It might be a network. But if you don't know what needs to be in that gap, who's getting in it for you? And better yet, if you're not willing to ask, we spoke about this yesterday, closed mouths do not get fed. You might not have what it takes to be in that gap yet, but let someone stand in that gap for you. And if they do, lean in. If somebody is standing in the gap for you right now, lean in. Dixie done it this month. I got in the gap and said, Dixie, bro, draw a line. I'm done. These stories are dead. But she heard it and she just leaned into the idea and the next few weeks have been completely different. There's some people in some of your lives that are saying to you, yo, enough is enough. Cut the bullshit. Cut the excuses. Stop it. They're telling you declutter. They're telling you let go. They're telling you fix up your finances. They're telling you talk to yourself better. They're telling you lift up your spirits. They're saying wake up a little earlier. They're saying get in the room with people that are going to lift you higher. And all you're doing is resisting. And then been under the influence of shit that ain't gonna elevate you. So when will you really get in the gap? And it's not always a hardness, it's not always a run. Sometimes it's just getting in the gap with love. Sometimes it's just filling that gap with joy because you've been miserable so damn long. It's just being happy. It's just waking up and feeling good as opposed to waking up and going into the day like, ah. It's little things. It was that little woman saying, I'll pray for you that I needed in that gap. Because trust me, we'd already been through some things. He'd already been through several accidents and yada, yada. And her saying, I'll pray for you. God, help me get in the gap for them. Let me pray for them. And I also never forget, she said, I pray Tanya's like Ruth. I never heard about Ruth before. And when she spoke about this lady called Ruth, Ruth is in the Bible. We studied her a couple months ago. I was like, wow. People are talking life over your life for you. 
People are pumping knowledge into these rooms for you. People are holding space for you. Are you willing to get in the gap and receive what's given to you? Are you willing to not only get in the gap and receive what's given to you, are you willing to get in the gap and give something to someone else? There's a family that I know. And every time my children's clothes get too small, they just don't like them. And I mean, they're good clothes. I always give it to them, always. I'll just pop up even if I leave it on their doorstep. Because sometimes we have stuff that people need, that people can benefit from, that people can grow with. But are we being selfish and holding on to it? Or are we willing to give? Where are you right now? Are you able to identify what you need in the gap? Are you able to stand in the gap for yourself? Are you watching the gap and thinking, yeah, that's space. I don't need to be in that space. Or are you able to get in the gap for other people? And the amazing thing about identifying the gap and then getting in the gap is recognizing that it takes patience. I had to be patient with myself when I was doing that work. Patient when finding the information I needed. Patient when understanding, heck, I didn't really pay attention, bro. I loved to cook and I could cook. The practical lessons were easy. All of this other jargon that it seems like, why are we writing about the temperatures of this and the yada yada of that and the nutrition? Ah, I don't like it. Didn't like it, but I had to understand it. Do you know how many times you've counted yourself out? I remember when I was also in my GCSEs doing my drama final and we were split into two groups and the other group had like the top drama people, the good singers, the and the group I was with, I just thought, oh, hell nah. I counted myself out before we counted ourselves in. And I just felt like I couldn't get the vision all the way together of the picture that we were trying to create, although we did have some good actresses. And I remember my mum and dad saying, oh, well, come and watch it. And I said, Mm-mm, no, 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 please don't. <laughs> please don't come and watch this. <laughs> I already counted it out. One, I compared myself to the other group and I was just like, Mm-mm, it's just not looking all the way together how I thought it was going to come together. But guess what? Yeah, we prayed before we hit that stage. And guess what? Guess who got the A? We did. Guess who left the whole audience crying? We did. Because we had to connect. We had to get deeper. We had to bring some feelings into that final piece. And we had a dance and music and all of this stuff. And I'll never forget when I walked off the stage and we were bloody crying ourselves. Because honestly, when, when something feels like it's not coming together and then it comes together, 
ah, that feeling is so bomb. And I was like, man, I should have let my parents come because they would have been so proud. How often do you do that? How often do you make up a story and you're filling that gap with a story that hasn't even happened yet? And that ain't never going to happen. But it's because you're counting yourself out before you count yourself in. Many people will not take the risk to step into the job that they want, to jump on the plane and live in the country they want to live in, to build the finances that they want to build because they're so scared of that gap. They're so scared of that space. And because that space isn't filled with facts, they won't move. Are you in a season where you need to fill that gap with faith? Are you in a season where you need to fill that gap with affirmation? Are you in a season that you need to fill that gap with self-love? Because you've been out here giving, 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 giving love to everybody but your damn self. What are you willing to fill the gap with? How will you stand in that gap? And if you're going to look back, look back for evidence of how you've already stood in the gap. Look back for evidence of how you've turned something around. Look back for evidence of who you really are. When's the last time that you've actually given yourself permission to fill that gap of greatness? When is the last time putting ego aside? Because you know what's so sad for me? When there's people that will not address their self, that will not uncover what's dark inside of them, that will not really sit with their self enough to recognize that they're so unfulfilled because they're just trying to fill that gap with success. They're just trying to fill that gap with the next best win. They're trying to fill that gap with the next best thing. They're trying to fill that gap with the next best woman or man, with a baby. Yo, you know how much women try to fill the void with a baby? The fuck? But it's real. Try fill that void with a man. Try fill that void with sex. Try fill that void with drugs and alcohol. This is what many people are under the influence of. Better yet, many people fill that gap with abuse. Yeah. But what happens if you take those layers off and you go, oh, damn. I've been running from complaint to complaint to complaint. I've been filling the gaps with complaining. Let me fill the gap with gratitude. Yo, I've been filling that gap with fear. Let me fill that gap with love. 
I've been filling that gap with thinking too damn much. Let me start doing something. I've been filling that gap with sitting on my ass and being lazy. Let me fill that gap with believing in myself. You know what? I've been filling that gap with nothing, doing nothing, just letting life pass me by. Let me fill that gap with intention. I've been filling that gap with get, 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 go, 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 do, 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 yo. Let me fill that gap with being. Let me fill that gap with listening. Let me fill that gap with patience. How are you going to fill your gap? And in the month of influence, a couple of weeks ago, my spirit was like, you need to sit with yourself. You need to check in. You need to check in. And if you ever work with me, I'm always encouraging everybody after our 5 a.m., we all do something called checking in. So it's where we just sit with ourselves and we just talk intentions and affirmations into our day. We talk about anything that may be coming up. We talk about, and it's a, it's a self thing. Many people don't get that yet, but it's a self conversation. It's checking in with you. It's doing that G check thing. And it's the first thing in the morning thing. Why? Because how you start the day sets the tone for the rest of the day. So if you start the day with an intention and you choose to be a boss, then you're gonna go about the day being a boss. You start the day being lazy. You can go about the day being lazy. Now, a lot of this is happening subconsciously, by the way. So what do I do? I encourage you to do it consciously. Set an intention for the day. Today, I am making boss moves. Opportunities find me, doors open before me. Say it. Then when something comes up throughout your day, remind yourself, today, I am making boss moves. Opportunities find me, doors open before me. Say it. Today, I am living in joy. Today, I am being my best self. And more often than not, you might wake up and say, today I'm being my best self, but I don't feel so great. And I don't feel so great because I went to bed last night with some stuff on my mind. And I was thinking about X, Y, or Z. And by thinking about X, Y, or Z, it's led me to feel like, or I watched a movie, didn't make me feel, it's a proper check in with yourself. Because that's where the awareness part comes in. That's where the awareness is key comes in. And this is something that I began with my friendship groups in WhatsApp. Way before COVID happened, way, I'm talking years ago, 
I was like, we're around people. And we kind of go, you good? How's things? How's the kids? Yeah, they're right. How's family? Yeah, we're good. Okay, good. And you're like that with your friends. Oh, and then maybe a situation happens in your relationship. So you call up, girl, can you believe he did diddle do? Or it might be those damn kids. And you're like, can you believe they diddle do? Or it might be the school. The school rang me. Oh, better yet, it's the council. The council are doing X, Y, oh, the government. The government are doing diddle do. Oh, Latifa down the road did diddle do. And did you see so-and-so on Facebook? It was them kind of conversations. They weren't for me. I realized that everybody was talking about everything but their self. Yet people are struggling. Yet people need support. Yet people are crying out for help, but we didn't hear it. Because no one's willing to get in the gap. No one even sees the gap because we're so busy being busy and we all know busy is the greatest distraction of all time so the more purposeful that I got and the more intentional that I got is the more that I recognized we need to check in we need to check in with ourselves we need to figure out why we're at where we're at or even where we're at so we're in a powerful position to make powerful decisions. We don't always make decisions out of power. Many people are still making decisions out of pain. Many people are still making decisions out of staying the same. Not everybody's out here on a path of greatness. Let's, we would love to believe that they are. We would love to see that our children are, but they're not. Because they don't know nothing about discipline. They don't know nothing about commitment. They don't know nothing about persistence. They don't know nothing about walking the path until it's done. Oh, you could do anything. So if something don't work, try something else, right? What about putting all energy in and outdoing yourself? When we look at the world's greatest players in any sport, nah, honey, they weren't focused on a bag of things. It was all energy in. Hustlers say all money in. I flipped the script. It's all energy in. But it's the same way that investors, when they invest all money in, that is an intentional decision. It's not a, a shoulda, woulda, coulda, or a kind of, it is a faith-based, I'm investing here, it's going to make this happen. And if it doesn't and you cut your losses, you're okay with it. Because no risk, no growth. No risk, no growth. So some of you, are you willing to fill the gap with taking a risk? Taking a bet on yourself? Taking a bet on someone else? Are you willing to fill that gap with investing in yourself? Investing in other people? Are you willing? And so when my insides were saying, you got to check in. You got to check in. I'm like, I'm always checking in. I don't need to write this out anymore because, you know, now I'm just having these conversations with myself all the time. 
So that is me checking in. But every so often, I have to write. And when I write, it really comes out. Because it's just free flow. And I'm just being, I'm not thinking, I'm just allowing. Maybe that's what some of y'all need to fill your gap with, allowing. Not resistance, because some of that gap is filled with resistance. Fill it with allowing. And here's what I wrote when I checked in. Yesterday, I cried. I recognized more and more in the last week or so how much of my inner child is coming to play with me, how much I'm waking up, going to sleep, and going about my day in my childlike and childhood ways. Why and what do I mean? I mean, I've been disobedient as fuck. I've been told to write and check in from like Wednesday. Did I do it? No. I've been told to move some things, find some things, do some things, make some payments, follow through on some things. Did I do it? No. I've started and then I'm here like, but God, you know my heart. I'm tired, low, like I've done enough, I've had enough. And I'm chilling because you know what? I never do that. So I'm watching telly because I never do that. And yo, I'm having so much fun doing nothing. Because guess what? I have forgotten what it feels like to do that. But guess what? I'm being disobedient, full stop. I'm learning some new ways while I'm dropping the good ways. I'm negotiating instead of sacrificing. Wait, hold up. That was good. That was a good one. I'm negotiating instead of sacrificing. And that's why I always hated the word sacrifice. I mean, from Jesus being crucified to reading Think and Grow Rich and been told you're going to have to sacrifice some things, they said. It shall be fun, they said. To my mentor that said, you're having too much fun. Bro, I hate the word because it reminds me of the playtime and chilling time with my friends getting lit as a child, that guess what? I had to sacrifice to do chores. Sacrifice, who wants it? But wait, what has sacrifice taught me? What has it actually taught me? It taught me discipline. And what is discipline? Discipline is the greatest form of self-love. Ah, bingo, ouch. I see, I'm slowly running from that self-love thing again, but it's cool. I've masked it in service and giving and being present and living, they said. Ouch. So it's my obedience that's finally got me here to write in. It's my consciousness that's been pulling me up and calling me higher. It's the real love that I have for myself, for life, for the creator, and the real connection with all. Not some things, not when it's convenient, not when it's on my timeline, not when it fits in with who I think I am or where I think I am or what's comfortable, but actually it's the part of me that knows me more than I know myself. It's the parts of me that unconditionally, that love me unconditionally past any loving that I often give myself. 
It's my highest self always guiding me, always protecting me, always leading me. Thank you. I have often misunderstood you, but yo, I'm grateful. It's brought me to know that a child wants to be fed. A child is looking for help. A child is finding their way, figuring it out, testing ground and learning and experiencing and expanding as they do. That's the childlike self of us, navigating my way through, doing the best with what she can, sometimes on the path, sometimes happily astray. I am her. It's me present right now, present to who she fully is. And I love her. I see her. I accept her. I acknowledge her. I am her. I cried myself to sleep a few days ago because I love her. And I just realized I really actually love her so much. No one could ever give me what she does. No one figured it out like she did. No one smiled or danced like she does. She was always trying to save herself. And the realization that I just haven't and may not always be so good to her, yeah, that made me cry. I cried, I hugged, and I danced with her. I reassured her. I let her know that it's okay to hold on as much as it's okay to let go. It's okay to know better as much as it's okay to know nothing at all. It's okay to be scared as much as it's okay to be fearless. It's okay. I let her know that right here, right now, we've done our best with some things. And with other things, we've made a mess. Like we've really fucked some shit up. But haha, we've had fun and yo, we're supposed to. But listen, it's okay. I was so scared to get things wrong that I always tried to get them right. I was so scared to hurt anyone that I always tried to love everyone. I was so loved, like so loved. I've just always known that I'm loved. And even when nothing in my reality felt like it supported it, deep down, I just know love. So I always wanted everyone to feel so loved. I was so present as much as I was so distant. I felt so much as much as I felt nothing at all. And I just held myself. And I said, I see you. I just held myself. And I said, child, you are a child. You are a king's child. You are a child of God. You are a child. And a child gets things wrong. And a child isn't always responsible. And a child wants to be loved as much as she wants to give. Yet a child needs guidance. A child needs protection. A child needs to learn and grow as much as a child is a divine blessing. You are a child, but you are a blessing. You are a blessing. You are a blessing. And the tears rolled down my face and I laid comfortably in my fluffy sheets with my sweet, slow jams playing to comfort me. And I realized that actually, I was making love to me, giving love to me. I was finally really and truly into this deep, loving, intimate relationship with me. The one I desired and I was waiting for someone else to give me. I was there. I am here. I've arrived. 
And although it felt foreign, yet comfortable, it was bittersweet. And I heard myself speak. My child, you are a queen. And in that moment, the love penetrated me. It is the queen in me that's made it this far. It's the queen in me that was speaking to the child in me. It was the queen in me that was reassuring me. It was the queen in me that I was choosing to be disobedient to. It's the queen in me that knows like she knows, like she really knows that I will, I am, and can always create. I said create. I mean create a way to get through. And yo, I had to breathe. I had to let go and release. I had to recognize, acknowledge and accept. I need all of these women in me. I accept the child that sometimes loses her way, but trust, loves and believes she is protected. I accept the queen that's felt wounded, abandoned and neglected. She doesn't ask for help because she knows how to get shit done. She's lost a couple battles, but damn, she's also won. But more than anything, I'm finally accepting my highest self. The mercy, grace and serenity are all within me. The Jesus, God and Holy Spirit, they're all within me. The light, the dark, and the space is all within me. I am one. I am one with all things, and all things are one with me. Ooh, I can breathe and finally come. Come into all I've been called to be. If only I finally allow this love to flow, this love that I so badly need, what happens when I let it be? I release, I surrender, I let go. I heard this queen talking to me and I felt this queen holding me and I heard and felt this queen that was loving me and it was a small whisper, but I heard her say, a queen is responsible for her domain. Whoa. This was one of the best sessions yet. I was undone. I was finished yet fully present to this process in my bed. What's your domain? Then I heard dominate. What do you dominate and what dominates you? Okay, 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 cool. God, I hear you. Under the influence. Am I under the influence of my dominating thoughts that don't serve me? Am I under the influence of consistent behavioral patterns or habits that are leading to my greater good? Do I even know what I'm responsible for or who I'm responsible to? How do I handle it? Do I shout? Do I reject? Do I project? Do I neglect? Do I isolate and avoid and only tap into what's comfortable? Am I living down expectation avenue? Where is my domain? All week I've heard a whisper of an old T.G. Jakes video where he broke down kingdom. He said, firstly, God works on the king, then the king builds the kingdom. The kingdom is a reflection of the king. Okay, 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 cool. This is too much. 
As a queen, are you listening, acknowledging or working on the queen in you? Are you open to hear what God is working through you? Do you know what God has given you and how is that working out for you? Are you positioned and placed to help those around you? Do you elevate yourself and those around you? And that's when I realized more than ever what season I'm in and what I, Tanya, Charlene, Crystal, Brooks, Carty have to do. I let go and I pulled myself through. Being a queen is not just about working on and being the best you. It's about handling your domain and becoming so responsible for what and who you truly are accountable to. Will I serve at all times? Will I be obedient in all seasons? Will I love myself at all costs? Will I forgive and let go? Will I be still long enough that I can receive the download and know where to go? I heard her say, Queen, who are you and what will you do? How will you serve? How do you give? How do you speak? How do you make others feel? Because that's a major part of the journey too. Sis, bro, will you guys handle your domains or will your domains handle you? Domain, an area of territory owned or controlled by a particular ruler or government. When you're called to higher ground, it's not just elevating you. I realize I'm being asked to elevate my view. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. I really do. I am that I am. I am you. My obedience called me to check in and to check in with myself just as much as I check in with you all. So today, yesterday, and maybe tomorrow I'll cry, but right here, right now, I needed to. And I acknowledge that in me. I acknowledge that in you. Kings and queens, I see you. And so I pray y'all embrace the inner child in yourselves you know who they are you know how they function you know what they do you guys have been hearing a lot about me through these rooms disobedient little girl rebellious broad-mouthed very truthful not a lot's really changed <laughs> i love my disobedience because it made me search made me question, made me not believe everything that's fed to me. Hell no. Nah. But my obedience, ah, my ability to listen, my ability to listen. I never thought discipline would be for me. Keep saying it, I just didn't. But discipline has changed my life. Commitment has changed my life. 
speaking up changed my flipping life. I'm a very private person. But I recognize that when I go through a chapter, it's no longer my chapter. It's no longer my story. What are you guys doing with the gaps in your life? Where are you filling them? What are you putting in? Do you give yourself time to actually really be with yourself and not just hear your inner child, but hear your higher self? Hear the king and the queen in you. Do you even hear that voice in you? Do you even know what that sounds like, what that feels like? Do you know the difference? Greatness takes something. Greatness takes something. And I'm just here in the middle of my journey with y'all. But I know I'm not going to be here forever. And when I say here, I'm talking mental postcode, spiritual postcode, physical postcode. Uh-uh. Securing the block one brick at a time, real talk. It's not just a statement, it's, it's, a, it's an actual fact. Because it's not enough to just talk. It's not enough to just observe. You gotta do, you gotta be, you gotta make some shit happen. And I thank God that I never went on this journey alone. I did what I needed to do for me and I will continue to. But this was just too much not to share it. Are you willing to be selfish so that you could be selfless? Are you willing to take off the layers so people can really see you for who you are? Are you willing to fill that gap with being your truest, best self? It's going to take something. Is there any questions, thoughts, ideas, or anything that anybody wants to say in this conversation? Please, please, please don't just sit in these rooms. Come to the stage. If you needed to hear something, just say, yo, that's what I needed to hear. If you're going to take a step, from hearing something in here, tell me the step you're going to take so I can hold you accountable. If you're going to just be encouraged to do something today, and that might be you might just need to sit with yourself and take out a pen and paper, you'll let me know that that's what you're going to do. Don't come into these rooms at 7.15 in the morning until after nine and don't go and do something as a result of it. Don't waste your time, bro. Your time is like time is abundance and it will never be replaced. And so right here, right now is what matters. What are you guys going to do right here, right now? That's going to make a difference. That's what I want to know. And even if that is sitting and saying, what have I been filling the gap with? How can I get in the gap for others? Who do I need to get in the gap for me? Are you willing to have that conversation? 
I picked a stick. I picked a few sticks, but one of the sticks that I picked was patience. <laughs> and I knew I was going to pick that stick this morning. I just had a feeling. Patience teaches us to trust ourselves and the blessings of God's time. It introduces us to the power of divine time and the awareness of knowing nothing happens before it's time. Mastering the art of allowing is a whole mood in itself. However, building a solid relationship with yourself, God, the universe, and all that is, enables you to have a knowing that whatever you want or desire is always coming. This stick invites you to tap into faith, trust, and the beautiful tool of allowing. Just because it's not happening now, it doesn't mean it's not happening. This is a gentle reminder to stay out of the way and keep your vibes up. What needs to find you is on its way. It's on its way. Many of us are practicing patience in this season. Keep going. No one wants to talk to me these days. Fine. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. Be great.